Hello and welcome to ESPN Quick and Four Stump Mike. I'm Karthik Ayer speaking to you on Friday, May the twentieth, when we have just three more league stage games to go in IPL. Out of that, two have something riding on it. Sunday's game, the last game of the league stage, doesn't. But with me to look back at RCB keeping their playoff hopes well and truly alive, KKR getting knocked out, and the possibility of DC pipping RCB to fourth place. First up is Shashank Kishore. Shanky, welcome back. Hey Karthik, good to be back, and I can tell you it's coming home, buddy. It's coming home. He's sala kapnam deush. We shouldn't be saying it. Okay, along with Shanky today for the first time in this IPL season, Deba and Sen, Deba and welcome. Yes, thanks. And if we are play, uh, bringing out the uh, sort of uh, fan in us, then well, let me just say that Delhi is about to pour cold water over ambitions of uh, ESCN. <laughs> and someone who I think can remain neutral now, considering when we last, last spoke three days ago, Shresha, you were hoping that Kolkata could do the improbable. Unfortunately, they gave us arguably the game of the season, but it didn't happen. Welcome back, Shresh. Thanks. Uh, good to be back here. Yes, uh, uh, a devastating loss for KKR. But a great uh, IPL game, one for the ages. Oh, we'll we'll get to that game in a little bit. But I want to start with here. This man yesterday, after his knock, Shashank said, "With the very first shot, I knew that tonight's probably the time I have to back myself more." This man was Virat Kohli, who produced a player of the match performance as RCB won a must-win game for them to just go back into fourth and stay there for probably two days until Delhi play next. But when it mattered, Shashank Kohli came up trumps. Yeah, I, I could see a flashes of that form returning even uh, before yesterday. The the previous game before yesterday, a week ago, when he stepped out and smashed a left-arm spin over long on at the Brebon Stadium. And he was peppering the bigger boundary there quite comfortably. Uh, those were signs that he was really hitting the ball well. But unfortunately, in that game, he got a thin inside edge onto the thigh pad and then lobbed to short fine and... He was out and then he was ruining his luck. But, well, the luck turned yesterday and, well, what a knock. You know, after that match, Deban, I don't know if you remember it, the way he got out, Faf Duplessis, who's his captain at RCB, came out and said, I think Kohli has got out in every possible way right now and all he can do is is fight through it. Shresh mentioned the last time on this podcast that some, some, some of Kohli's dismissals and some of his bad patches are, are mainly due to luck. That luck seems to have turned Kohli's ways. Is that is that fair to say yesterday? And this this bodes well if RCB do make top four. Yeah, on the basis of what happened uh, in the previous game, you would definitely think that uh, things are changing a bit. I completely agree with Shashank that he's looked convincing in a few of his knocks, including the last one where he got that unfortunate uh, dismissal. Uh, but, I mean, behind every bit of bad luck, there's also a little bit of something that a uh, batter is obviously doing wrong. And, uh, somewhere you think that he's probably been over-eager to uh, sort of rediscover his form of yesteryears without realizing that it's not the same anymore. I mean, he's he's also an aging person. He's he's also not been in great form internationally. So maybe uh, yesterday was the kind of uh, boost that he needed. Thankfully for uh, RCB, in a sense, uh, Gujarat Titans didn't post a substantial enough score because even after that uh, rollicking opening partnership, uh, what I kept mentioning to our uh, you know ESPN Cricket for Hindi producer Sayed was that in spite of everything, all the huffing and puffing they've done, they've only reached about halfway mark, uh, which is always a little risky. And maybe with 15-20 uh, more runs in the bank, this would have been a very, very tricky chase. But as it turned out, I think Glenn Maxwell batted beautifully. He got it. He got a huge slice of luck as well. He was practically bold of the very first ball he faced. Had he been dismissed <laughs> there, uh, that could have been a bit of a panic button as well. But yes, I mean, 
I just wonder, RCB have used up a lot of luck uh, in their previous match. So, uh, are, you know, DC going to do them a huge favour and allow them to carry this luck into the playoffs or not? So, that's that's probably going to be the big question. But yes, uh, just from an Indian cricket perspective, it's good to see Kohli back among the runs. And more importantly, among his uh, sort of, you know, uh, he's almost like a walking emoticon. So, that's that's good to see. <laughs> <laughs> Shresh, going into yesterday, now RCB, they were playing the table toppers. Yeah? Now, there are two ways of looking at this. One is they're playing the table toppers. RCB were not in, in any sort of form coming into this match. But on the other hand, Gujarat were pretty much assured a top two spot, assured a top spot, I think. And maybe they just took the eye off the ball like like they were and said, what, 168 was, was probably not enough there versus a side that, that knew that they just have to go out there and win. Well, considering it's a must-win for RCB, any total above 140-145 was, I thought, was going to pose tricky for RCB because it's a must-win for them. So, in that sense, I thought 168 was decent, especially since uh, Rashid uh, and Hardik gave sort of Titans the momentum in the back end. Uh, so, I thought uh, if, if momentum counts for anything in cricket, at times like these, it felt like uh, maybe Titans may have just done enough. Uh, but... Uh, yes, a lot of uh, their score was also due to the late assault. I think 55 or 60 runs they got between Rashid and Hardik, and uh, because of the low because of the low scores of uh, low run scoring rate of Wade and uh, mostly Wade and uh, they were not firing. Uh, yeah, they were always like not in the not in the scheme of things uh, with the bat for 15, 16 overs. Also, uh, Gil falling early made them play a, diff- a little differently, and I think Manindu Hasaranga has just kept improving as the as the second half of the season has gone through and uh, you know he's like uh, now uh, tied with chahel for most wickets and actually he has the purple cap because of better uh, economy so how how do they decide that who gets the purple cap so it's the better better economy uh, uh, which 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 gets ah okay and i think that that's a nice way of, of giving it to someone in 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 t20 cricket i heard hasaranga's interview shreshth i don't know if you caught this but he seems like such a nice chap right he says when chahel plays next which is going he he's a good friend of he's with the chahels and when he plays next he wants him to get the purple cap back did, did you hear that interview i think everybody seems to do seems to be uh, hmm. that these i think kuldeep also said the same thing uh, so uh, I think everybody is just sort of doing a reverse jinx uh, and hoping that they get it. <laughs> it's like none of them want it. Yeah, but but, but it's 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 lovely to see. I don't think there's much more to speak about the game, Shanky. But I wanted to get your and maybe Deban's opinion on on Matthew Wade's dismissal. Now I don't know if it was blown up more on social media than what the actual than what the actual incident was. But Matthew Wade's reaction when he was given out. LBW suggested he nicked it. What, what exactly happened there? Because I, I'm not sure if the scenes... I mean, I'm pretty sure that the scenes weren't good. a good look for Wade or Gujarat Titans because he was smashing things up almost in the dressing room. I just hope Mumbai Cricket Association has a decent uh, general insurance policy in place that covers <laughs> for the damages. Uh, but otherwise, I think... Uh, yeah, I think it, it looked pretty bad. It wasn't uh, what you expect of an international player or any player for that matter to, you know, the behave uh, to behave the way he did. But having said that, uh, I think there was considerable doubt uh, with the dismissal. I mean, from one angle, it definitely looked like there was some amount of glove uh, involved or bat involved as he played the shot. But another angle uh, suggested that there was nothing. So there was a considerable amount of doubt. But uh, in at, at uh, I I don't think you could have really blamed uh, 
the third umpire with the technology that was available to him. I mean, he goes by what he sees on uh, Ultra Edge, and Ultra Edge uh, hardly showed any sp uh, spike. So, and even if there was something, there was a very, very tiny fraction, which wasn't probably enough to overturn the original decision. So, he just went by the protocols. Um, having said that, I think, um, you know, the How did it look on television, though? Did it look I, like I, there was a definite nick? It, it, it looked like there was definitely something there. So, you know, you, you wouldn't grudge, uh, um, you know, Matthew Wade for, uh, you know, being absolutely furious at being asked to go. But having said that, I think the reaction afterwards was uh, way off the mark and you wouldn't probably expect that from any cricketer for that matter. Mm, the commentary team at that time, Deban was, who was it? Hayden was there, Swan was there and I think Simon Dool. And they all thought there was, a, there was a definite edge. But I mean, where do you stand on this? Like, like Shashank said, the third umpire can't make any other decision. Maybe mistakes, mistakes do happen. So... I don't know where Wade is supposed to channel his anger. He definitely shouldn't have channeled it the way he did. But is there a recourse to this? Well, uh, obviously, I mean, it goes without saying that what Wade, what Wade did was not right. But you can understand his frustration because also let's remember that uh, at this point in time or at least until the uh, time that uh, Riddhiman Saha uh, may have supposedly done some damage to his hamstring, Wade was still a peripheral player. And uh, perhaps his selection in the playoffs was dependent on a big knock. And he was just getting into some good form. He was hitting the ball well. Uh, perhaps sort of uh, solving that, resolving that number three crisis for Gujarat, which has been a bit of a problem right through the season. But yes, uh, I think where I stand on it is the third umpire absolutely went by the book. If there was no wait for him, uh, for the third umpire to actually uh, find any decisive evidence uh, against overturning the decision, then he obviously couldn't have gone with that. But... Uh, just looking at it, it seemed like there was a deflection, which is why the TV commentators also went with that. And at the end of the day, you have to trust the honesty of a player. I mean, uh, Wade did immediately go up for the, the review. So, he probably knew that he had either clubbed it or played it uh, off his bat. So, I think what needs to happen is maybe a relook at the rules, that uh, there has to be some uh, element of uh, maybe the TV umpire being able to... Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe the protocol has to be changed a little bit to make for exceptions. Because we are also seeing it with a lot of these uh, uh, dodgy sort of wides and no ball calls where we know that it is an obvious error. So maybe there is a case for empowering the TV umpire a little bit more. But yes, that's for the technical committee of ICC to look into it. Uh, until that time that happens, you have to live with whatever errors happen because it is a human element at the end of the day, the umpiring. Uh, in this case, it was a technological error. But yeah, you have to live with that because that's what you're going by. Yeah, so Matthew Wade, he's he was reprimanded by the match referee. I think another way of going about this is maybe Ultra Edge themselves, they can look at it and come out with a statement to everyone as to what, what exactly happened there. Why, if there was an edge, wasn't the, a, a spike picked up on Ultra Edge? Anyway, Shresh, we'll leave that aside. This, this eight-wicket win leaves RCB fourth in the table. They know, obviously, their playoff chances are completely dependent on whether Delhi Capitals can beat Mumbai on Saturday. Now, let's assume, Shresh, and quickly, just from you, that RCB make 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 the top four. I've I've always felt for for this side winning, and a lot of other people as well, winning three games in a row is is tough for for Royal Challengers Bangalore. Do you think then, if they're in the top four, they are proper title contenders, or are they like the least favorite then? I don't think they're least favorite uh, because of the emotions and the form yesterday, which Kohli showed after his initial streaky shots. 
and the way maxwell attacked from the word go uh, i think rcb are on, are on fire and uh, they are they have like a point to prove over here and i think uh, uh, favorites is too hard to call but uh, on a matchup by matchup basis rcb can beat all these three teams on their day if they take it one game at a time it's a cliche but uh, it is possible uh, it is tough it's the toughest road possible but uh, it is possible for sure all right we we leave rcb there but shreyst we'll continue with you because the last time you were here we were obviously talking a lot about the kolkata night riders kolkata night riders lost to lucknow super giants the already qualified lucknow super giants by just two runs in what many have called 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 call the game of the season if not one of the greatest ipl games of all time lucknow batting first made an un, an unbeaten 210 without loss where Quinton de Kock hit 140 and then Kolkata came 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 oh so close thanks to the heroics of Rinku Singh stressed what were the emotions like so it was a game where uh, at the halfway stage seeing how de Kock batted and uh, and seeing how the bowlers struggled uh, despite de Kock's brilliance i thought this game this was game on especially because unlike other teams which was like rcb for whom the the site was nearer it was more mm. trickier do or die game for kolkata it was a nothing to lose game and therefore i thought they were they were going to go hard what they they needed those 40s from their middle order which they eventually got and eventually to the it to the difference of say one dot ball or two uh, abhijit tomar for example the youngster uh, uh, the first time he's playing uh, you cut him some slack but but he did have a struggling start venkateshayar also was troubled by mohsin khan up top and uh, russell uh, he yeah. struggled uh, the around the wicket bowling uh, which uh, which was happening to him uh, he 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 struggled to really put people away and uh, he was hawking them to deep mid wicket where people were packed already so a ball or two over there maybe maybe kkr did a miss i mean hard to say it's a mistake but uh, russell i think uh, missed a trick that just wasted a few, too few too many balls and uh, eventually it, it came down just a matter of one or two balls at the end devan have you seen a better under pressure catch in the ipl than evan lewis's no probably not really good uh, quick thinking as well because he had to adjust very quickly uh, he was obviously running over first to sort of get himself uh, with both hands then he quickly had to readjust and think that look the only way i'm going to reach out to it is with one hand and then to pull it off and then to hold on to it and let's not forget that i mean more than anything else uh, removing a batter from at that stage getting rid of the set batter and making sure that it's a dot ball so in every way it was a triple whammy for kkr and this new rule which doesn't allow you to cross over otherwise sunil narayan would have got yeah. to that side and probably yeah. like you know finished it off so um great uh, i mean tremendous ability under under such circumstances uh, with most fielders i bet the ball would have spilt out and the batters would have been able to cross over for two and that would have been game set and match the best game you have seen this season yes uh, i think definitely one of the contenders for that i think uh, gujarat titans and a couple of their last ball finishes would also qualify but oh yeah the, this one would be right up there yeah shanky do you have any other options for game of the season so far we're nearing the end almost of the league stages yeah a couple of games uh, really stood out for me i think the rajasthan royals kkr game from uh, earlier in the season where uh, royals made 217 and kkr once again just like they did here you know came really really close the game had everything you know uh, josh butler made 100 then you had yuzvendra chahal take a hat trick aaron finch and shreyas iyer you know smashed runs up top and then again uh, 
KKR lost wickets look like losing the game. And then suddenly the last wicket pair of Umesh Yadav and Trent Bolt come and wallop 20 runs or something. And they need a handful in the final over and then to lose the game heartbreakingly. So that was one amazing game. And the other one is obviously uh, CSK uh, Mumbai Indians for old time sake, the Dhoni factor, you know. It was pretty surprising for me uh, to see Jaydev Unatkat get the last over in that game because Mumbai Indians are very big on matchups. And one look at the matchups between Unatkat and Dhoni would have told you that, you know, Dhoni had smashed, I think, 83 or 84 runs of 35 balls against Unatkat. So Rohit just, you know, punted on Unatkat to do the job. That, that, that seems like such a lifetime ago, right? Like exactly. That, like, the yeah. First game. yeah. I, for, for a second, I was wondering if it was this season or last season. And then I, I said, <laughs> no, no, it has to be this season. And uh, yeah, 16 of 4 and then Dhoni comes and just does his job and finishes it off. So those are two games that really stood out for me um, as far as uh, talking about uh, games of the season go. I have two picks actually and uh, both uh, unsurprisingly involve uh, Gujarat Titans as as uh, Debayan just reminded us. The first one is of course the one which is going to go down as the Odin Smith uh, error and which yeah. put uh, uh, back on back on strike and uh, he produced one for the ages, uh, when you thought that uh, you had one time lucky, but no, Lightning does struck, strike twice and second time he made uh, his team win from an improbable situation. That was really heartbreaking for Odin Smith, I thought. But I think Pivotia showed that you keep on believing till the game is on. And the second one, of course, was a pivotal time, I think, in Gujarat Titans' campaign. It was when Hardik Pandya was out with a, with an injury or a niggle and Rashid Khan was made captain for Titans. And... Uh, uh, Miller and Rashid produced that game against CSK, where uh, they produced a partnership, Miller 94, uh, Rashid 40 of 21, and Rashid was captain that day, and uh, it, 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 that was also a great game. So, these two games really stand out for me. Yeah, some really good options there. Let's know which one was your favorite. Let us know probably on social media. I guess we'll do we'll maybe do a poll on on social media with a link to to this podcast as well. So we'll do that. And finally, before we leave KKR, Shreyas, let me continue with you. That there are question marks that have been before the season started when he was drafted in about Australia's T20I Limited overs captain Aaron Finch, and now we have Shane Watson coming out and saying that maybe he shouldn't be considered for a World Cup, a World Cup that he as captain will defend a year on from winning it. Where, where, where do you stand on Finch at, at this moment? Well, it depends on how much uh, uh, how much uh, value Australia gives to his uh, captaincy. Uh, if they think that he's, he's doing the good job in, among captains, so then they'll, they'll keep him. Uh, as for the form, we know that he struggles with the new ball. This is the thing when the, when the condition was swinging. And we've seen that the first, over, the first two overs of the IPL this season... The swing bowlers have enjoyed success, and and that's what's happening. Uh, he's got so out for so many single-digit scores, and uh, he hasn't played much actually. Uh, he got out for three single-digit scores, and in all those games, that was the, that was the problem. And he scored one half century where he looked really good. I think uh, Australia are not in that much of a problem right now. I think with Warner next to him, uh, there's enough for the two of them to work through this difficult situation as a partnership. Uh, a choose where. Uh, choose the strike, how, how do you want to face different bowlers. So, I don't think it's a problem. Uh, Australia, after all, uh, the champion, the champions of the T20 format right now. And, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, there's, there's no, no, no need to change something which is working so well. Uh, on a lighter note, I think there are two other teams that Finch hasn't played for 
so even if he gets released by kkr <laughs> in gujarat titans and lucknow super giants can just you know jump in straight away if i can just say a little bit about uh, kkr uh, i think uh, it's going to be a brand new season for them next year because we all know that mccallum has now got a, a new job at, mm. at england so uh, you it might be a completely depending on which sort of think tank comes into kkr next season we might i mean of course we'll see a very different kkr but we might just see they might just take decisions over people like say sunil narayan they might take decisions over even someone like venki ayer whether whether they are needed or not depend russell depend russell i i just don't know i think russell's done so good this season uh, i think if it wasn't for russell i think kkr would have uh, had much fewer points with the ball also he's been excellent great catches he's looked fitter in the outfield you know he hasn't been on his haunches so much this time uh, so those are always good signs so i think russell definitely stays in the mix but depending on what sort of person comes in whether they go for an indian coach or not because they've groomed i mean abhishek nair's been there in the system for a long long time and he has plenty of potential from the sound from the sound of what uh, indian cricketers say uh, he has the potential to be one of those coaches who really can make a mark in indian cricket uh, uh, and even be a sort of an indian coach of a global stature considering he always rubs shoulders with with cricketers all around the world uh, in the ipl everyone seems to take his advice so it's a very interesting what philosophy they take and uh, some of these players might just be on the last legs in kkr uh, i just worry about someone like say sunil narayan uh, varun chakravarty uh, but what about your captain though what well, does does who the coach is is that dependent on whether shreyas stays or not or, or it's a guarantee that ayer will 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 be there i think ayer ayer definitely is going to be there uh, i think uh, ayer's it's very hard to find captains in the market basically and that's uh, people who people who can sort of It's young captains are hard to groom. They're hard to find. So definitely, I hear is saying that is a that is I I feel a no brainer. But it'll be interesting what sort of KKR turns up next time because there are many versions of teams which exist. There's an SRH version. There's an MI version. There's an LSG. There's there's a there's the GT. They all have the different philosophies. So we'll see. Are we allowed to call early dibs on uh, who is going to be the coach? Yeah, go for it. I'm going for Ravi Shastri. Already Bharat are oh, part of the uh, coaching staff as a bowling coach. It'll be one grand reunion, so I'm going Ravi Shastri. Listen, do you not enjoy Ravi Shastri on ESPN Cricket? For why would you then want him to leave this and go and be a coach? If if he's a coach, I think we won't get him next year as part of our expert panel. So may, maybe for our sake, Devan will keep will keep Ravi with with us. Devan, you've worked with Ravi Shastri a lot when you host the Hindi show quite a few times. How how is he? Oh, he's great fun, and uh, what's what's really uh, striking people, especially on YouTube, is that. Uh, he can i mean like every uh, proper mumbai kar he can go between two tum and aap in the same sentence so uh, it's it's quite incredible <laughs> really and he starts almost every answer with me uh, so so when when i first recorded with him i had to just jog his memory because i've only met him a couple of times i think in 2004 so that was a long time back and i gave him context i told him asia cup he initially thought it was sony i told him no it was espn star back then so he's he's begun start uh, you know speaking every uh, sentence with dekh bhai and then he goes on to actually talking about what what happens and then suddenly he slips in an aap and and a tum and so it's it's really all over the place <laughs> but uh, i i really appreciate the fact that he's he's got great insight into what he says uh, probably his hindi can need some uh, brushing upon but that's that's all right i mean uh, that applies to a lot of uh, yeah maybe he's a fan of that sitcom devan you might remember it dekh bhai dekh shekhar suman it does remind yeah. me a lot of that but yeah i mean he's he's good yeah. fun to work with and 
I think, I mean, uh, the, the good thing about him is he's, he's usually very punctual. So that's, that's something that's uh, good for anybody who's been in the profession for that long. I, I would assume that he's always been quite punctual. Yeah, apparently, sort of Gangli yeah. learned that the hard way. With Shresh on the show, there had to be a sort of mention in some way. Uh, I didn't think it would be in, uh, in this context, though. <laughs> okay, fun times. But but good, if, if you haven't caught Ravi Shastri on ESPN Cricket Info, listen up. A, what have you been doing? And secondly, go check him out. He's he's there on all our platforms, from social media to the, to the website in itself. Okay, uh, Shashank, let's look forward to... Saturday. Now, Friday's game today, the day that we're recording, Rajasthan are going to play. They have to win to, to have, a, have a shot at finishing second. Listener, you'll probably be hearing this while the match is going on or just when it's about to start. So, we, we, we'll probably skip this game. Maybe get your thoughts after we talk about the most important clash of this weekend. Shashank, Delhi Capitals versus the Mumbai Indians. Delhi have been doing well over the past few weeks, but that now there is that fear, right? After RCB did what they had to do and are now up to fourth. I think uh, more often than not, when a team goes into its last game, uh, if you know you just have to win to qualify, then I think it's less complex than, say, if you restrict someone to 140 and you have to chase it in 18 overs or you have to chase it in 16 overs to better the net run rate and qualify. I think that's a situation that teams don't want to be in. I think... The advantage that Delhi have is they know they win and they're through, irrespective of what other, what what else may happen. So, I think it's a very simple equation for them and uh, I don't think they will be um, complaining at all. I think uh, they also deserve a bit of luck considering all that's gone against them so far this season with COVID and injuries and uh, all else. So, I think they deserve a bit of luck and it's slowly uh, coming together for them. I mean, finally, they've realized the potential of a, someone like a... Sarfaraz Khan, and you saw what he could do in the previous game. Just turbocharged his way in the power play, you know. Swept, cut, pull, you know, just plays all the shots in the book. And the reverse ramp that he plays, very few have the guts to do that up front against bowlers who bowl 140, 145. So, so they finally got uh, um, got him uh, an opening with uh, Prithvisha uh, unavailable. So, that's that's a good sign. Mitchell Marsh has struck form. So, so Delhi Capitals look really good. I think Rishabh, Rishabh Pant is... Um, Lost a little bit of form lately. He's been out uh, in uh, di- different uh, ways. Uh, I think he's due for a big score. And if he gets going, then, you know, the signs are ominous. So, so Delhi Capitals are really well-placed. Uh, and I'm, this is not me doing the anti-jinx or whatever you can call it. Um, but yeah, they look pretty good. I mean, if they win, they're through. And you couldn't have asked for a better position to be in. Yeah, uh, do for runs, you say that, and that's that's pretty much most of the Mumbai Indian side. Devan, as as a Delhi Capitals fan, this matchup does does it does it strike you with a bit of fear, even though Mumbai are this season somehow the worst side in the league? Yes, as a fan, it would strike me with fear because uh, as a fan, uh, the first thing that one would have hoped for is for RCB to slip up, which uh, wasn't completely out of uh, the reckoning, but uh, it didn't happen. So you know you have to put that behind. Delhi have to do something that they've not done all season. They they won two in a row for the first time in the last match and now they need to win three in a row. And to further win the title, they win, uh, need to win three more in a row. However, I will say this, uh, there have been two things which I have said right from the start of the season. I mean, one is always like, you know, it's, it's a staple for me in every league, in every sport. I always want a new team to win a competition. So, I'm already 75% probability there because RR are the only team which have won the IPL before who will be in the playoffs, irrespective of what happens in this game. 
and the second thing which i have said on uh, espn cricket for hindi platforms in the past is uh, i foresee a final between either one of gujarat and lucknow and delhi so the reason behind that is that i think delhi are a supremely underrated team if you look at their purely their 11 perhaps yes uh, the likes of g stats with all their you know uh, insight have been right in saying that they don't have the right amount of depth but if you just look at the, most of the 11s they've put through this has got some explosive batting power and they've got decent variety in bowling as well so those are two ingredients that you really need and as we are reaching the business end of this competition we are seeing that some of these favorite teams are exposing a few weaknesses in their armor whereas delhi are beginning to peak at the right time so if i look purely from a cricketing logic then delhi are very very firm favorites at this point of not only sealing this playoffs uh, spot but actually making a good fist of it in those potentially three games because if you see their last two games they've uh, won matches which have kind of looked in the balance at the midway point but they won them comfortably once chasing and once batting first so they've got a lot of good things going for them i've also been quite impressed with rishabh pant's captaincy but i also think that he has a tendency to uh, sort of get a bit very uh, overtly emotional at times that can sort of ha- hold him back so he's he's a great captain when things are going delhi's way but when things start going downhill that's when he probably gets a little stressed and he he lets it get the better of him and i think that's been reflected in his batting as well so you would hope that he goes into this with a very positive frame of mind things go to plan uh, mumbai don't you know turn up with uh, probably their best performance of the season if that happens i think delhi will win quite comfortably uh, but yes i mean purely as a fan then it does fill you with dread that it's not over till the final ball of the match has been delivered <laughs> Uh, RCB captain Faf Tuplesi said pretty much yesterday. Over to you, Rohit Sharma. Now, but when he said that, it got me thinking. Shreesh, I don't know if you remember in Mumbai's last game, he was asked why aren't uh, you and maybe Bumrah taking a rest? And there may have been a slight indication that again, Mumbai Indians could rest a few players in their final game of the season. Now we don't see this much in cricket. We we see it a lot in in league football, but in this league format, it sometimes brings up matchups like this, where there's one side, it's pretty much. they're trying for the next season and the other side has everything to play for a if i as an rcb a, a fan i would be upset right if mumbai do not put in their full strength 11 yes in a in a in a way you are right uh, they are but uh, bumrah and rohit sharma are both extremely overworked players and if they do decide to take a break i don't think anybody from a cricketing point of view uh, should uh, look at it adversely uh because these players have put their bodies on the line uh in the past uh for for their respective teams even when people wanted them to rest so they have they have done tough things before and if they want to break so be it as for rcb uh they just have to like uh, take it on the chin uh then delhi capitals are without prithvi shaw that's something which is not going delhi capitals this way uh, they without their main coach for uh, for for like 7 7 days their physios also had covid they've been under the, they've been isolated as a team for like 7 or 10 days through this ipl more than the other players other teams so this has been a team which has struggled and so i have a bit of sympathy for delhi so if a bit of luck is going their way i don't mind it but they still have to win that game against mumbai and mumbai as you said have nothing to lose and they showed i mean the, the game against chennai super kings the the game that daniel sams defended in the last over uh, i mean mumbai can still beat any team of course and uh, Uh, even even if bumrah doesn't play they have they have players in there who can get a game uh, maybe arjun tendulkar can produce something uh, uh, we never know 
so uh, i'm looking forward to this game and uh, dubai had said something about delhi capitals that they don't seem to have much weaknesses but i think uh, um, they they have given this player a long rope and uh, this season it hasn't worked he's extremely high on potential and i think that's lalit yadav i think uh, with rishabh pant also struggling and i haven't seen lalit yadav uh, being that uh, enforcer after that opening game of the season uh, where, where he and aksar patel did some heroics uh, he has struggled with the bat and i think there's shrikar bharat who could be looked at at this point of the game uh, uh, of the tournament just to get him into the low middle order and push someone like robin powell and robin powell up uh, one position and even i, mean, I even send rishabh at 4 uh, so uh, rishabh 4 powell 5 and maybe shrikar bharat at 6 or Uh, a little far fetched would be Yashdhul, but I think that is a weakness which Delhi need to address for this game as well. In case that top order fails, then it, it can happen. We saw Warner struggle, uh, Warner get out early that day, and maybe Sarfraz can't own fire every day. Shreesh, what have you done? Both Deban and Shashank have their hands up. So Deban, we we will go to you first, and then Shanky, you get the last word on this match. Yeah, I just wanted to add to all the troubles that Delhi have had. Uh, I think it's fair to say that they've also been, for whatever reason, the most unpopular team. I'd, I've never seen any crowd actually uh, root for Delhi, and I've, I've raised this on social media as well. That what is the reason? I mean, look, look, Tebain, the coach stepped on the field. I know we have seen <laughs> no, it before. You can say we have seen it before, but this was even pre the Praveen Amre incident. Mm-hmm. And yes, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. for some reason, Rishabh Pant seems to be a intensely disliked character all across, uh, you know, Indian. Uh, cricket fandom which is very strange because i think he's a he's an outstanding cricketer but i i got a little bit of a clue i mean i won't name names but uh, in our scoring booth we have some you know pretty strong opinions so one gentleman suggested that maybe it's because he falls in the extreme sort of you know delhiite uh, caricature that resides in the minds of a lot of indians and maybe that's why Uh, there's very little sympathy for him when he doesn't do well. Uh, I I don't know, but you say that in my head, Virat Kohli also falls under <laughs> it. And I was I've been to a couple I've been to a couple of matches where in Mumbai, yeah. where where he plays, and the ovation that he has received correct, has correct. been so, stunning. So it uh, puzzles me as well, and that's that's again the point I want to make that tomorrow uh, Delhi aren't just playing Mumbai; they are also playing potentially fifty to sixty thousand fans. So that's that's going to be a major hurdle for them to overcome. They've got to keep their nerve. and that's where the point i made earlier about pant being an emotive captain he needs to keep his emotions in check and to channel them properly hopefully ricky ponting helps him do that someone who famously could keep his emotions in check ricky ponting oh no but 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 but, but i do love him shanky yeah the point that i wanted to make uh, isn't related to the match as such but uh, as uh, shreesh was mentioning uh, yashdul's name it struck me that uh, this ipl um unlike the other editions where you know you, uh, a lot of the under 19 players who have come straight out of a world cup have got games you haven't seen that happen this year at least uh, among the indians uh, you saw devol brevis get a game uh, a few games for mumbai indians but the the indian players have been uh, you know missing in action the under yeah, 19 i think only games. raj bawa got a couple of games uh, raj bawa got a couple of games up front but then uh, you know he hasn't uh, had any opportunity since hungaraker has not had any opportunities with uh, chennai super kings yashdul's not had opportunities and this is uh, slightly different from the past editions where you had the likes of shubman gill you know ishan porel kamlesh nagarkoti all these guys coming in shivam mavi for example or um, ishan kishan rishabh pant themselves or shreyas iyer and sanju samson so every edition you've had guys coming straight out of the under 19 world cup and you know doing well getting games uh and i think it happened in 2020 as well i think priyam garg got a few games for sunrisers 
but this season has been a little bit of a uh, it's been a little off for the under-19. there's a theory there's a reason for that i think shashank uh, basically i think uh, for for most of the indian under-19 boys they did not play much domestic cricket so they actually quite untested they mostly played just age group cricket and then the under-19 world cup and even from the quality of the age group cricket they did win the under-19 world cup but you could see the sort of difference in their skills compared to deval brevis who has more than double digit t20s and listed listed games in their belt so these guys don't have the experience and they don't they haven't played at this level so much only dhol has played ranji just this season so i think that could be a reason why they are they're still a bit uh, untested yeah it is possible because uh, covid washed out nearly one and a half years of uh, exactly. top flight cricket so yeah they haven't played much cricket but having said that yeah it was just something that uh, stood out really uh, you know just on your face there that the under 19 guys haven't got the kind of look in that they would otherwise have got especially in a 10 team tournament here yeah it is quite a few teams a good segue this into a discussion that we were having on our whatsapp group and it's something we can probably end today's podcast with the emerging player of the year now they'll probably announce the award award soon soonish shreshth when do they announce it after the league stages or after at the end of the i think the consideration might be the league stage but uh, they, they they keep the suspense all to the end Hmm. Okay. So, just then let's let's talk about so, some contenders. Now, I may be missing out on certain parts of the criteria, but you can't have played more than five tests, twenty ODIs, or twenty-five IPL matches. So, someone like Shashank mentioned, and Abhishek Sharma is ineligible because he's played like thirty-five. He's had an outstanding season, but he's ineligible in spite of the fact that he is twenty, just twenty-one years of age. So, who are your contenders? Shreesh, we'll start with you. So I think the emerging criteria. I mean, we leave. I mean, leaving the awards aside, just the people who have impressed me. I can. I. I'll, I will say is uh, of course Umran Malik. He's extremely high up there for that award as well. Uh, then definitely there's Tilak Varma, who was chance blessed with a bit of opportunity due to the batting struggle of the top order. And he, the important thing was that he he rode on that luck and he made the most of what what he could. Uh, the but but the player which I think stood out the most was I think Mohsin Khan. he came into the tournament a couple of games late in terms of into the 11 but once he's come he's been like such good control with the new ball uh, with, with the left arm there there have been a few left arm seamers like arshdeep and mukesh chaudhry doing well but mohsin with that height has been like excellent and in only eight games he's been economy of under 6 just 5.93 bowls in the tricky overs um, up, up top then around the 14 15th over again so he's someone who i i really want to see how his future sort of progresses and whether he can pip someone like umran or tilak to the to the trophy since lsg will play more games now in this emerging player of the year award right Let, let's do a, a pop quiz now it's been it's been around for a while the criteria has changed etc etc but out of all the seasons that we've had it 14 seasons now mustafizul <laughs> so someone has given the answer even before uh, shreesh the quizzer there not even waiting for the question this is not a buzzer round shreesh but yeah so what is mustafizul what is the factoid about it that uh, he's the only overseas emerging winner correct the only overseas emerging player of the year award winner in the ipl and he won it in 2016 srh for srh correct that's when they were champions so deban Uh, I mean, when I, the the name Shreesh mentioned, I, I think those may be the key contenders. But looking at just the headlines, right? I think Umran Malik is going to get this award. No, seems to be a front runner, and uh, definitely the commentary box, which I think will probably have a big say in it. Uh, they are uh, 
they are quite big fans of him. Uh, but I, I would agree with uh, Shresh that uh, in spite of all the other claimants, I think I've been personally most impressed with Mohsin. And even if you look at what we identified as the match of the tournament, the Lucknow game, his bowling was exceptional against Kolkata. He uh, yeah, picked 3 for yeah. 20. He picked out uh, both the openers and just devoid uh, KKR of any early momentum. Of course, after that, Shresh, uh, not Shresh, Shreya Sayar, <laughs> beg your pardon. Shreya Sayar and uh, Nitish Rana did uh, pick, pick it up quite well and you know more than made up for that start. And then he came back and dismissed uh, Andre Russell and all through it, he looked absolutely cool, absolutely calm, like he knew what he was doing. And that's that's very rare for somebody who's an uncapped Indian bowler, especially in a tournament where the batters have had a good time. So, I, I would definitely go with Mohsin. Uh, Tilak has also been impressive, but I think if you uh, weigh up the two contributions, Mohsin has probably contributed a bit more to LSG going ahead in this tournament. I would have loved to see Ayush Badoni get a bit more hits, but it just didn't work out. Uh, same with Abhinav Manohar, uh, you know, but just they sort of lost their places. Chanki, do you have any more names to throw out there? Uh, I mean, it's hard to argue against the names that uh, Shreshth and Debayan threw up. Umran Malik is clear favourite. But I'd, I'd also make an honourable mention of uh, Kuldeep Sen from Rajasthan Royals. He also impressed uh, quite a bit with his pace and the ability to hit hard lengths and, you know, uh, double-trick the batsman into... Uh, playing shots that they wouldn't otherwise. His slower variations were also pretty impressive. And the, the ability to bowl two different kinds of deliveries, uh, especially when there was a, there were a couple of games where he followed up a 150 kph uh, Thunderbolt with a delivery that was 104 or 103. And the batsman had no clue about it. Uh, I, I just struggled to remember which game. But uh, yeah, so that was pretty impressive. So Kuldeep Sen, uh, some potential to work with. Mukesh Chaudhary, for example, Chennai Super Kings, it's very rare that they uh, they give you the kind of games that they do, especially after the start he had uh, for him to come back uh, was pretty good. So, Mukesh Chaudhary has done pretty well. Uh, so, those two mentions uh, from my side. But otherwise, I think uh, Umran Malik looks the clear favourite to win it this time. And Mukesh Chaudhary, interestingly, interestingly, has taken more wickets in the power play than Deepak Chahit took last season. So, Mukesh got 11 power play wickets. Chahit took just 10 last season. And, and he was singled out for praise by Dhoni as well, Mukesh Chaudhary, especially in that spell against Mumbai, right? Like when they yeah they were defending 90. He never bowled out for 97. And it was an outstanding, outstanding opening spell by, by the Pacers. All right, we will have to leave you there, listener. But Shashank, Debai and Shreshth, before we go, Shashank, we'll start with you. Who's going to finish fourth? Royal Challengers Bangalore uh, sneaking into the playoffs after Mumbai do them a massive favour. Shresh Shah. Yeah, I think RCB as well. Deba, and final word with you? Uh, head says uh, D- DC, but heart somehow says RCB. So, that's that's very surprising. <laughs> I think the rains and the weather have gotten to you, Devan, in Bangalore, in Bengaluru, have gotten to you. Shashank, Deva and Shresh, thank you so much for joining us today on Stump Mike. Listener, we'll be back with you after the league stage is over on Monday. 